So uh, something came up in today's daf relating to feeding animals that is um, that's really surprising. It's halacha that I would bet that most people don't know, and certainly most people who own pets would seem on the pashtos to violate regularly. So a little bit of introduction. Uh, certainly someone who owns animals is obligated to feed them, um, and a lot of Jews seem to have pets now, especially after COVID. Uh, there's definitely an issue of tsar chayim that uh, every Jew has to be concerned about, whether you own the animals or don't own the animals. Uh, you have an issue of tsar chayim. That's why Amir la'akum is mutar and Shabbos, b'makom tsar chayim. Even if it's not your animal, the Gemara in Gitten and Daf Samach and in Brach, Mem tells us that if you own an animal, you have to feed the animal before you feed yourself, and there are all sorts of different reasons that are suggested for that. Rav Shechter has a very nice reason in the name of Salvechik in the Sefer Mepnina Rav that he explains that Hashem has to support animals because it's Mitas Hadin, that Mandi Yav Chayi Yav Mizoni, that the same Hashem who provides life has to sustain that life. However, we lost our rights to uh, to being fed by the Rebbeinu Shalom because we do have Eros, so the Akhrush Baruch who feeds us only the Mitas Hachesed. So therefore, we have to pray. Prioritize that which the feeding that's done al pimitas hadin over the feeding that's done al pimitas hachesed. That's how Rav Salvech explained why Eliezer offered, why Rivka offered Eliezer first before the camels because she was trying to give him a compliment that you must be a tzaddik that uh, even in midas hadin you deserve to eat and therefore you would come before the uh, the animals. However, however, the, the, there are limitations in how we treat animals. We have to remember animals are not humans and we are not supposed to treat them like humans. So one surprising limitation that came up in today's daf, the Gemara tells a story that every era of Shabbos, Rav Huna used to send the shliach to the shuk to go buy whatever vegetables remained in the shuk so that the mochrim will know that they'll always sell out. And that way, since the mochrim know whatever vegetables they bring, they're going to sell out, they'll always want to bring a lot of vegetables to the shuk in Erev Shabbos and it'll always be available for Jewish people to have a lot of nice fresh vegetables on their table. And then Rav Huna would take all of the vegetables that he purchased in the shuk on Erev Shabbos and he'd throw it in the river. And uh, the Gemara says, well, is that really the best thing to do with all these vegetables that you just bought? Okay, you're not hungry. Or are you going to throw them in the river? So the Gemara says, why don't you give it to Aniyim? That would be the most logical thing to do. The Gemara says, no, he didn't want the Aniyim to start relying on it, because what's going to happen when uh, one week comes that he's not able to secure enough vegetables to supply the Aniyim? They're going to rely that they're going to get it from him, and then they're not going to have any vegetables on the Shabbos table. So he didn't want them to rely on it. So the Gemara asks, so why didn't he give it to animals? At least feed the vegetables to animals, instead of throwing it in a river. The Gemara says, Kasavar you're not allowed to feed human food to animals. If food is edible for humans, you're not allowed to give it to animals. That's what the Gemara says. So we have what to analyze over here. First of all, why? Why would that be so, that you're not allowed to give human food to animals? Second of all, is it better to throw away the food? I mean, is that, uh, that, that's the better option? Throw it in the river rather than to give to animals? Third, do we paskin this way? Is this, uh, is this the halacha? It's one line in the Gemara and Tainus, but does that necessarily mean we paskin this way? And we have to realize this is relevant not only at home, in petting zoos as well, right? Every petting zoo in the tri-state area on Chalamoy Pesach has a sign, please do not feed matzah to the, uh, you know, to the animals, because people are feeding, uh, fe- are feeding whatever food they bring to the petting zoo, to the, uh, to the animals. It's also relevant to people who own dogs, and uh, you see it all the time, and people who own dogs, they'll take some food off the table and they'll give it to the dog to, uh, you know, to keep the dog happy. So are you allowed to do that? Is that, uh, is that an issue? So first let's start with why. Why would there be an issue of feeding food that's edible for humans to an animal? So Rashi on the spot says, because it's Hashem gives you a bracha and you're saying, yeah, give it to the dog. I'm not interested in this bracha. It's a bizoy ochlin on the highest uh, level. Then Rashi writes, inami mishum al that uh, the Torah 
Torah's chas on uh, that you shouldn't have to spend a lot of money on feeding animals, and it's expensive to feed animals if you're going to feed them uh, human food. You should buy them cheap food. They should buy them. You know, they should be able to take whatever leftover bones that humans can't eat anymore. They should be happy with that. Rabbi Yaakov Emden explains a third reason based on Malin Bekodesh Vein Moridin, which is very difficult to understand. That's quite a chiddush. Malin Bekodesh Vein Moridin is not even pashut that it applies to Tashmishe Mitzvah. It may be a din only in Kedusha. I wrote about this in uh, my first Sefer, Akona Olamo Chelek Aleph, Simon Beis. There's a Chuvus Marasham Chelek Beis, Simon Lamitaz, where he says explicitly, Malin Bekodesh Vein Moridin only applies to Tashmishe Kedusha. A Shiloh could apply to a Talis, because the Talis is only Tashmishe Mitzvah, but the Stam apply it to food? Very, very difficult to say that. But anyway, those are the reasons that are offered. So first question is, do we paskin this way? Do we paskin that it's taka asr? So there are three approaches. Yes, no, and maybe. Right? Those are always the three approaches. So the approach says yes. The Maginav Ram and Simkufai Nalf, Sivkat Nalf, on the page Shulchanarok, Maginav Ram paskins directly this Kamari, quotes this Kamari Paskins this way, even though it's not mentioned by the Rambam, nor the Rif, nor the Shulchan Aruch. Those who say no, the Rabbi Yaakov Emden in Agos Yaivitz tries to prove that we don't Paskin like this Kamari, because there's a mission in the third paragraph of Maestros that says that that if you have a boxer before you brought it up to the roof to dry you could feed it to the animals now this boxer apparently was it used to be that humans would eat boxer now we just get it on two bishvat and uh, kids throw it at each other but it, but it used to be that uh, that it was a human food so uh, so it's uh, so it's, uh, how could they feed it to the animals Elamai, you see that uh, that we don't pass in this halacha and you're allowed to feed it to the animals so the Tzfaris Yisrael and the Mishnayis there in Maestros says no the Haruvin in that Mishnah hadn't yet fully dried out, and therefore they were uh, not yet Nigmar Melachtan Nachilas Adam. They didn't yet have the status of a Michael Adam. In Chuvas Beis Yitzchak, he writes that we don't paskin like this Gemara because it's against another Gemara. Shmuel says, Osa Adam Koltrach of Bepas, that you're allowed to do whatever you want with uh, bread, and it's not a violation of Baltashchis. Feeding an animal is one of the Tzarchaya Adam because you have to feed your animals, and therefore Shmuel argues on Rafu in this Gemara in Titus, and therefore we paskin like Shmuel, and that's why the postkin, other than the Magad Avram, don't quote this. So we have the yes, we have the no, right? The Magad Avram says yes, the, uh, the Beis Yitzchak and, and Rabbi Yaakov say no, and then we have the in-between. The Mishra and Sivkat Niral of quotes from Yaraba, maybe. I'm not sure, he says. I'm a supak whether we paskin like this Gemara or not. So it's at least a suffix whether we paskin like this Gemara. Now, if there is such an Isser, what are the exceptions of the Isser? Are there any exceptions? There are potentially five exceptions. Exception number one, the Machsa Shakla writes, if you don't have any other food to give to the animals, you certainly have an obligation to feed your animals, and if that's all you've got, then that's what you've got to give to them. So exception number one is if it's all you've got, then you can give them uh, human food. Exception number two is the Sefer Ma'oros asks that the Gemara in Shabbos, Tavkuv Chavav, says that So he first he answers, no, maybe the Duluin we're talking about are not a Michael Adam. But then he says, no, maybe the case is that you don't need the Duluin for your own food. You're not going to be able to sell it for any more money than the Michael Behema costs anyway. So it's not wasteful to give it to the Behema. You're otherwise not going to get any benefit from it anyway. So with the whole reason, well, this is the cheapest option for you. Instead of buying separate animal food and throwing this out, better not to throw it out, better to feed it to the animal. So this exception number two, according to this approach at least, is that there's no, if there's no greater value for it than to give it to an animal, then you're allowed to give it to an 
animal. That's very questionable because Luchora, Rav Huna also could have, uh, you know, rather than throw it in a river, uh, he would have gotten more value by giving it to, an a- to animals than throwing it in the river. A third potential exception is the Pardis Yosef in Parshat Chayisara quotes from an Imre Emes that the Pasuk says, Lucha that even though halachically you're supposed to, as we mentioned before, feed your animals before yourself, Lucha Ulevehemtecha tells you that that food that you eat if you have leftovers, when you're finished eating, you're allowed to give it to your behemah. So it could be there's a third exception called leftovers, that animals are allowed to eat leftovers, even though it is, uh, some people are unaware, but leftovers are edible. They're edible, you know, leftovers from Shabbos, you can still eat them. Even chalant is uh, edible. Is but, uh, but you could, uh, but uh, teaches you that your leftovers you can feed to animals. Fourth possible exception, the Ketosa Shulchan and Simlam of Yudbeis in the Badea Shulchan section, Sivkat Lamid, says that if an animal needs to eat human food for refuah purposes, the animal is sick and uh, only human food is, uh, is going to make it feel better, so then, uh, then you're allowed to feed it to an animal. And that's certainly true, he writes, according to Rashi's second reason, that it's a Torah chasal monam because if you have the choice of losing the animal, which is very expensive, even if it's a dog, you know what these things cost? Someone told me, it's like, oh, I'll buy a dog. If my kids don't like it, what is it? I blew $5,000. I'm like, go tell that to a Kolo family in Israel that $5,000 would change our lives. But anyway, so the, uh, the, 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 the uh, if they, that, that's that's worth a lot more than the couple of dollars that you're going to spend on the on the food. And certainly, if the animal needs it for refua, even according to Rashi's first reason that it's when you're providing refua to the animal, it's obvious that you're not rejecting the blessing that Hashem bestows upon you. And then the fifth exception is if they are potentially and it's a questionable one. The Ksav Sofer in Archaim Simon Lamed Gimel writes that if you own the animals, then you're allowed to feed them. Uh, you're allowed to feed them human food. Now that's a huge exception. He says, since you have a responsibility to feed your own animals and to make sure they're strong and healthy, it's not a hefsid mamon and it's not boit to feed them well. So feed them human food. The fact that Rafuna had to throw the food in the river must be on account of the fact that Rafuna was not a pet owner. He didn't own any animals, but if he had he owned animals, he would have fed his animals. So in the Minchas Yitzchak and Chel Gimel he takes it one step further and he says, oh, according to that Sofer, you can give it to another person to feed his animals with. Uh, so if you don't own animals, let someone else who owns animals feed it uh, to his animals. Uh, the Eitz HaSad, the Simul Chav Beis, Ha'ari Yud Beis, just points out that if that was true, why did Rav Huna throw it in the river? Why didn't he just give it to somebody else who owned animals? That whole uh, suggestion is very difficult to understand, that if you own animals, what, what's the Svar that accepts over? Because you need to take care of the animals, so it's not Boit B'Tavos Shulchan Just because the animal enjoys eating the food, it doesn't mean that's what's going to make it strongest. I mean, the Ksav whole Svar is by giving it human food, it's going to be a stronger, healthier animal. Not necessarily so. Probably dog food is going to be what makes it strongest. Just the animal would prefer to eat what he sees the people eating, because uh, maybe it's tastier, but it's not necessarily going to be what makes it uh, makes it strongest. So it's a very questionable kula of the uh, Ksav Sofer. Now, uh, so, but you, we do have these potential exceptions. If it's all you got, Lechara, that's a, a glut, that's a very good exception. Uh, that's true. If there's no greater value for it, so maybe there's an argument uh, that could be made. If it's leftovers, an argument could be made. If it's refua, that seems to be pretty glut, that that's a good exception. If they're your animals, that's a very questionable uh, exception. So when you buy a pet, it's important to familiarize yourself with all of the halachas, and whether we paskin this halacha or not, uh, and its presence in the Magin Avram on the page of Shulchan suggests that we should at least take it seriously, the hashkafa is certainly true. That Hashem wants us to care for animals for sure, but also not to treat them as equals. Okay, everyone have a great day. Good